Yes, sir. You know what time it is, everybody. New episode of the Nosebleed. We here, y'all. No, it's been a minute, but we back. Your boy J Mo's in the building, the host. I got my man guy C Sizzle in the building. Hey, we're going with Goody. What's going on? Yes, sir. We got that new Mo in the background, so hey. definitely check it out. Motivation out now. Yeah, go, go get you some motivation. I need that every day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> every day. Um. Hey, man. How you been? Man, I've been good. I've been good. I feel like we should tell them a little bit about our weekend that we had last weekend. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We, we, had, to, we had to dust the sticks off. Yep. We we talk sports a lot. Like we, we do sports. Like we we, we actually yeah. do sports, like <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so I don't think people like, understand. Like, 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 like yep. Yeah. yeah, they like to get the bust out the golf club. Well, remind people, you know, we, we still got it. You know what I'm saying? We we still got it. So of course, of course. And we did really well, actually. Um, we did really well. We played our heart out. And we just kind of came a little bit short. Um, to put everything in perspective, we uh, played a scramble golf tournament. And we shot a 53. Now, if you're familiar with golf, that's a really good number. If you're not too familiar with golf, that's still a good number. Like, let's <laughs> put that <laughs> in perspective that we we played really well, right? <laughs> and because uh, that's not normal. It's for 18 holes, and we came in tied, tied for first. Very, very controversial. Um, tied for first, which ended up leading us yeah. getting second place. Um, but I mean, hey. It's all good. We we knew coming in this thing that that was going to be the number, and we hit our number. So we did. I'm not disappointed because we did what we were supposed to do, you know, and our goal. So hey, it was a good weekend I mean, hanging out. You, you said we got I say we got cheated. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Um, but it was a fun time hanging out with my guys in person and um you know it was just good to to have those old days back again. Um however as we're getting into the um NFL season ooh, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on in the NFL season. A lot of moves have been made. Um and we're going to get right into it. We're going to get right into it. Uh, the JT situation and Jonathan Taylor is what I'm referring to has been going in and out of camp, um, as of last month. Um, there were reports saying that he's going to hold out. Um, then there was a report saying that he had an injury, maybe a back injury. Then he came back for a little bit. And then there was more reports saying that he has to leave for a personal issue. Um, what is going on in this in this Colts backfield, and like what's going on with JT? Is he on his way out, or is this kind of like uh, the whole 
scheme of trying to get it paid. Yeah, man, I think he's following the same trend that we've seen. That you know, running backs are just we're struggling to get the pay that they deserve. Because when you sign a contract, you're you're at will of the. And so they don't owe you anything, low key, you know. And um, I mean, at the end of the day, I think these dudes got to pay more attention. The terms that they're signing for, because that's the the issue JT's running. You signed this rookie contract, we kind of got to hold you to it. And, and to make things worse, he was still over him. Uh, I think he had, if I remember correctly, two games, and like four touchdowns on the entire season. Um, not a good year. Like this, and talk about the man more money when really you had a terrible. Were in sick arm shoes where you had your, your best year ever last year, you know what I mean? But after what you did last year, the injury he's not playing all that well. He haven't even fully come back from injury this year. Um, oh my god, here we are. I'm not even getting the strap up, show up, and then we can talk about money. Yeah, no, that's a valid point. Um, last year was not the greatest. I think he still ended up pushing just a thousand. It was barely. It was less like maybe a thousand and twelve. Uh, but with the touchdowns, it was very, very lacking of the touchdowns. Um, and yeah, granted, he was kind of injured last year, so he was dealing with the injury bug, so he wasn't a hundred percent healthy. However. Um, to have a year like last year, um, it's hard to kind of build that case. But, you know, full healthy, Jonathan Taylor is a dog. You know, he's not someone that you just kind of like just let go or lead astray because of whatever reason. Jonathan Taylor is deserving. And he's only in this, what, fourth year? This will be his fourth year? Yep. So... He's no scrub at all. He's still very young, very, very capable. So he he's not washed up at all. Um, that being said, like, I do think he should get paid. Just because, I mean, if history presents itself, um, that's how, you know, the trends have been. Like, especially if he's still in his prime and he still actually still hasn't hit his prime yet. You know, normally 27, 28 is their prime. He's, what, about 24? So yep. he mm-hmm. still hasn't hit his prime yet, and he still has a lot of football left. And I think he will be a good asset for them long term. Um, So, I mean, I don't see a reason why he shouldn't get paid. Yeah, the year last year can be an excuse, but, however, what he's done collectively in his first three years uh, as a professional, I think it's hands down definitely um, respectable when it comes down to paying them at least 15 mil or 10 million because that's what these contracts are nowadays uh, when it comes down to running back. So, at least guarantee that. Um, because you, you'll you see it. You'll see it. Because if he does not play, 
Their running game is going to take a hit. They keep saying about, oh, Anthony Richardson, he's a mobile quarterback. Yeah, that's all great, but you still need the workhorse of an actual running back to carry that load. So, And with Naheem Hines having another ACL injury and out for the year, by the way, I don't – they're probably going to sign someone else, but you need Jonathan Taylor more than ever right now. Um, Talking about the – RB situations, there was a lot of free agent signings these past couple weeks. Um, there was a lot of speculation on a lot of different running backs, but now the deals are done. And I wanted to know and kind of get your insight of the last couple free agent signings that has happened recently. I like it. It's been interesting. Um, I think the biggest impact move, obviously, is going to be Dalvin Cook. Uh, going to the Jets. I mean, that's that's a huge move, adding to a backfield that already has Brees Hall, um, you know, adding to obviously the pickup of Aaron Rodgers, adding to uh, an already elite defense. Um, that's going to make the Jets even scarier. So definitely love the Dalvin Cook pickup. Uh, I think Zeke to the Patriots is uh, interesting, to say the least. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what kind of impact he'll have there, uh, but it'll be interesting to kind of see him uh, play with a big chip on the shoulder after being cut by the by the uh, Cowboys. So um, those are two pickups I'm, I'm definitely intrigued to kind of watch and keep track of this season for sure. Yeah, I, I like the moves. I think when it comes down to Zeke, I think it will help him build on this second part of his career of not only being a professional, but just like building on his his career in a way that he'll be able to be molded in a different way as a running back and mm-hmm. use different skill sets that he probably wasn't really utilized in Dallas. Um, I know that he was just really like a running gun workhorse, but now he'll be able he'll have the opportunity to have some type of longevity. Um, in his career because of the workload that is going to be taken off and on top of that, how they're going to use him, you know, um, less touches, more of a, more of a committee type thing. But with the Patriots, you never know. You know what I'm saying? You could out of nowhere have 15 touches to five. So, <laughs> so it's just like um, that, that could help his career in the long term because if he gets five touches and they're a good five touches, I mean, he produced and he didn't put that much wear and tear on his body, so maybe that he can play up until his thirties. Right now, he's only twenty seven, twenty eight. Yeah, twenty eight, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So he's still not that young. He's technically in his prime. They're, these are prime years for a running back. Uh, so. I mean, he still has a lot of juice in him, and I still think that he'll be a really good help with wanting with Ramon J. Stevenson, especially like him really taking on the bulk load, but really be a good one-two punch in New England for sure because they love running the ball. Um, Dalvin Cook, man, I think that's a really that's a really good signing, really good signing. Um. Brees Hall just coming off this injury, it's smart. It's a smart move because Dalvin Cook is not injured. Um, he's he's healthy for the most part. Uh, he did have a little issue last year, but for the most part, it wasn't no ACL. 
So he is really pretty much really good to go. And I'm looking forward to see what kind of dynamic is. Because on paper, they look amazing. But we just got to see what this uh, what this thing is all about and if they can put it together. Because they still have issues on the O-line. And if they can't block and guard yep. and, and protect Aaron Rodgers, they're going to go right back to square one. So that's what it's all about at this moment. So definitely the three Oh yeah, that'd be great for yep. fantasy. I can't wait. <laughs> I cannot wait. Um, speaking of the R and B situation, man, um, what do or, or what is it gonna take for RBs to get that Todd Gurley money, that uh, you know Adrian Peterson money? Like, how are the RBs today going to? you know, expand on the contracts they are beginning to lose on. No, for me, I've always been... I don't know how... Or if it'll ever happen, I doubt it. I'm a big proponent of pay. Uh, I feel like running back should be... This would be running backs, uh, so based off of what they do, would work kind of like the NBA. You're eligible for that max, making an all star team, making team, making the second team, you know what I mean? mean? Running should be kind of on that same type of scale, there should be tiers. And depending on your performance, how you finish the season, how many touches you have, how many touchdowns how many yards you average per game. Based on those stats, you should be put in the different pay tiers. That way, that eliminates all the negotiation. You know what I mean? Like, there's no negotiation necessary. You literally get what you earn. You're paid what you're owed. And so I'm a fan of that. I feel like that would resolve everything at every position, honestly. Um, and that would, that would just make it so much easier. And, I mean, think of how fun that would be to watch. So when guys, every single play is literally for money. You know what I mean? Like, imagine how much heart these running backs will have to put into every single play. Um, so that, that that's my solution. Once again, I don't know if it's possible. I don't know how that will work, you know, uh, logistically. But I'm a fan of it. I, I really think that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. No, I, I totally agree. I actually love that idea. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, if you perform, you you do what you have to do, especially if you have a good year, mm-hmm. it, it, it definitely should correlate into your pay. Um, now granted when it comes down to long-term contracts, I think, I mean, yeah, they do the incentives. If you hit a certain amount of yards and touchdowns and whatever the case may be, the incentives are cool. However, the, the worth of a running back is so important and getting, uh, it narrowed down to where, okay, and these three years or four years of your rookie contract, this is what you are worth based off the collective of things you've done for these four years. And adding all the Pro Bowls, adding all the touchdowns, incentives, rushing yards, that should correlate to what your future contract should be. However, in the case of being injured or whatever the case may be, the... um, 
there there just needs to be a certain amount of guaranteed money and like but a little bit more like it shouldn't just be like a like these contracts nowadays or a million guaranteed or i think their their guaranteed money should be a lot more i think if they've produced over let's say a thousand yards for the past four seasons or three seasons right have over mm -hmm. 30 touchdowns two pro bowls their guaranteed contract should be at least seven million a year moving forward mm. or if that's a two or three year deal right with incentives to make it 10 million dollars or 12 and yep. i think that can be reconstructed but like these running backs are important just as well and the, the gap between the running back and receivers is just like night and day granted um i mean even the o line all these things are just such a big gap to where the people who are taking the most hits and the people who are taking um have a shorter careers in the league should get paid a little bit more especially if they're not going to have a longevity career like Tom Brady and they can't do a 20-year span. And the the life of a running back is three to five years on average. So if that's the case, let's pay them their worth for the time that they do have if they get injured or don't get injured. So. Yeah, I'm with you a thousand percent. Yeah, it, it it's weird. Well, whatever CBA they signed, they need to reconstruct it and have uh, something with a players' union to kind of maybe they need to borrow Chris Paul for a few days and, hey. and see how that goes. <laughs> hey, he's free. He's riding the bench. He's free these days. As I'm saying, he'll be all right. Um, <laughs> uh, consultate consultation. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, man. Uh, they need to do something because I definitely think that running backs, they deserve it just as much. They deserve it just as much for sure. Um, moving forward, man, as we get down to the NFL season, right, uh, playoff teams that won't make the playoffs. There's a lot of teams that, you know, are kind of a shoe-in um, that are going to make the playoffs and probably going to be contenders. But who are some teams that may not make the playoffs this year if they don't make the necessary moves or whatever the case may be, who do you think is on the verge of that this year? Uh, man, so I got two for you. These are these are locks. These are guarantees. I can I can assure you that these two teams will actually fail to make the playoffs this year. Um, number one, San Francisco 49ers. Uh, the 49ers, <laughs> 49ers okay. will not make the playoffs this year. Wow. That's a lock. That's a guarantee. Uh, last year, 
tremendous year, fantastic year. Mm-hmm. Got into the late playoffs with a freaking rookie QB that no one had even really paid attention to. Everything went right for them last year. Mm-hmm. This year, not the case. Uh, let me tell you what's going to happen. Brock Purdy, he's going to show his his flaws. He's going to show that, you know, yeah, he had a great year for a rookie. But once again, as we see every single year, when defenses have an entire summer to scout you and the game plan for you, and you're not coming out as a surprise, uh, they're going to shut you down. You know what I mean? Things are not going to go mm-hmm. as easy for you as they did last year. So that's number one. Number two. Last year, Christian McCaffrey had one of his healthiest years that he's had in probably the last five seasons. Mm-hmm. I, would, I wouldn't count on that to happen again. Um, I, I assume that he's going to miss uh, at least, mm, we'll say, three to five games this year, and that's going to hurt them. I imagine they're probably going to lose every game he doesn't play in. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, last but not least, uh, Debo and George Kittle, right? Your two main pass catchers. Uh, this is Debo's last year of his contract with the team. Um, I don't see them keeping him past this year. I really don't. I think they'll probably put more money into Ayuk and some of the other younger guys. With that being said, I think he's going to be unhappy and he's not going to perform the way he should this year. Mm. And then George George Kittle, eh, great player, great energy, but he's also getting a little bit on the older side. He's not Travis Kelsey, you know what I'm saying? So I just see a lot of things that went right last year that I don't see going right again this year. That's That's – my number one pick. Number two, the Buffalo Bills. Call the me what? crazy. Call me crazy. Call me crazy. Are you psycho? Bro, the <laughs> Buffalo Bills, they got some issues in the locker room. Yeah, they got some issues yeah. in the locker room. Granted, I know like they seem to know how to put it together on the field when it matters the most. But th- there's some deep stuff going on, and it sounds like it didn't get resolved over the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's gonna it's gonna spill into this season, and I'm very curious to see if the team's able to hold on for a full 16, 17, 18 game season. Uh, I, I think this might be the year that we see. Hey, maybe they topped out. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they've they've we've seen the best of them, and their best days are behind them. So those are my two bold predictions for teams that will not make the playoffs this year. Take that to the bank. Wow. Those are good, good bold predictions. Um, and they're bold, uh, <laughs> you know, with a capital all, caps. all, exactly. all caps, bold exclamation <laughs> point. Um, for sure. I mean, I like your takes. I like um where you're going with it. So it makes sense. Um, I think mine maybe aren't that bold, but they are. There's something to to look into when it comes down to it. Um, I do think my two picks are going to be the Buccaneers. Um, they're going to mm-hmm. struggle vitally. Regardless, they're having healthy Mike Evans, healthy Chris Godwin, um, even Rashad White, which I like him a lot. Uh, I just think there's a lot going on in that organization that hasn't quite been solved yet. Like, is Baker going to start week one? Is it Kyle Trask? Oh, he's going to guarantee to be the starter week one, but then we're still trying to figure it out. I don't even know what that means. Like, I think they're just going to come to a point where it's just not going to work out and they're going to have to reevaluate and almost back to the Jameis Winston era, which is sad to say, but um, I think it's going to be 
that bad of a year for the Buccaneers this year. Um, especially with everyone leaving on defense. Uh, there's some big names that left and signed other contracts. Uh, there's some that stayed, but they didn't really gain anything on defense. So um, we'll see, but I doubt it. Uh, another team that, you know, it was between two, but, you know, for me, I think I'm going to go with the, the Raiders. Yeah. The Las Vegas Raiders. Um, man, I just think that there's too much uncertainty. Uh, we've seen Devontae Adams just had a little minor injury, but who knows? They said it wasn't that big of a deal, but. Mm-hmm. Who knows how that is? He's had issues in the past with an ankle injury, and if he's out any few games, like that's gonna be disaster for them. Um, they lost another deep threat, tall, big, deep threat, and Darren Waller, which is a big part of that offense. They were that mm-hmm. was that was the the person that kind of take the attention off of their number one receiver. Um, because of what he did on the field. Him gone, uh, it's just like, I don't know. Are you going to double-team Jacoby Myers? No. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to double-team double Hunter Renfro? No. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I, I just, uh, yeah, I like Jimmy G, but still, like, I think not having Darren Waller is a big loss. Big yeah. loss. Um, and, uh, I just don't see them getting over the hump as they're expected to. So, um, I just see, I'm, I don't, I don't like it at all for them. Um, I I like your picks a lot. I think your picks are very logical and and definitely pretty likely to happen this year. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's just not looking good for them, but Hey, it's all good. Um, who are going to, who are some teams that, may surprise you, may may sneak in there. Like, not the big names, but they may kind of surprise you and sneak into a wild card this year. Yeah, uh, Detroit is number one, for sure. Uh, man, Detroit mm. really impressed last year. They really did out of nowhere. Um, and, man, I think they're definitely in the running this year, especially with a lot of the pickups they made over the over the summer. I like that. Um, so, definitely Detroit. And uh, let me see, one more. Uh, I mean, yeah, obviously the Jets are a lock. That doesn't even count. Um, correct, correct. I think the Browns. I, I think the Browns are in for a big mm-hmm. year this year. I think uh, Deshaun I like having a full off season. you know what I'm saying, to really get himself right, get acclimated to the team, the playbook, the receivers. Uh, still got, you know, the beast, Nick Chubb in the back. Still got, you know, some beasts at wide receiver and, and – um, and Amari Cooper, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I I like the Browns to bring it back this year. I really do. I like that. I like that as well. Um, it was a really solid pitch for sure. I'm looking forward to see what Cleveland has is going to do uh, this year as well, especially with a full season. And he'll be there for a while. So we'll see. We'll see what he does with it. Um my teams for me, number one is going to be the Giants. Um, I think they have a lot of unfinished business. Um, I think that they finally have a team that is a little bit more reliable. 
Um, they added a lot of good pieces, a lot of good pieces, <laughs> and recently, and and re-signing Saquon was a big part of that. Because if they didn't re-sign Saquon, I would probably resent my pick. But them adding Darren <laughs> Waller, uh, them adding Darren Waller as a tight end, them keeping their main pieces. They have a lot of good rookies nowadays um, on the roster. Um, everyone's looking healthy over there. Everyone's looking really solid. And the defense Thanks. has been stacked up. So I I like the Giants to come to come do some damage this year. Okay. Um okay. I think I think Danny Dimes is 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 gonna be I think he's gonna have his best year yet. I think he's gonna mm-hmm. have one of his best years. And mm-hmm. you know, you heard this first. Danny Dimes is gonna have one of his best years um this year with all the pieces in place. Like mm. He has a lot more weapons, and um, it looks very promising. Um, another team that I think is going to sneak in and make some noise. Oh, oh man, it's... I wouldn't really call it a sneak but they did miss the playoffs last year. No, mm-hmm. they lost in the wild card game. Um, but I think – no, nah, I'm going to pick a different team. I think the Chicago Bears. <laughs> Chicago okay. Bears are going to have a a pretty solid year. Um, I think they can sneak in. If they do the right things, everyone remains healthy, I think they can have a solid year this year. Um, adding DJ Moore, um, uh, I heard hearing Chase Claypool is starting to look really good with a full, mm-hmm. with a full off season with them. Um, cause I know he got traded in the middle of the season. So like finally getting acclimated, everything's looking good. You got Darnell Mooney, you got Cole Komet. Everyone's really looking solid after their, after getting their feet wet last year. Uh, it was just kind of like. You can see the last six, seven games, like everything was starting to come together. You know, like it was the final games were coming together. Now with a full season, who knows? Who knows? I think that from the jump, they can make some noise. They can make some noise. And seeing some flashes right now, it's like, yeah, it's preseason, but it looks good. Like last year's preseason, it it looked like how the season was going to go. You know what I'm saying? And now this year, it's like, okay, like, we'll see. They got a new coach, new organization, new team. Uh, I see them making some noise, so don't fall asleep on the Chicago Bears for sure. That being said, yes, for sure. That being said, uh, we're going to get into this fantasy, man. We're going to get into what we all came here for. Uh (laughs) Um, this year, what do you think is like the bet? The like, who's the year of? Is it the year of the quarterback, the year of the running back, the year of the receiver, the year of the tight end? What do you think is the most vital position, um, in this year's draft strategy? I already know, you know, what I'm saying, I actually, now that I think, I kind of been on one today. I've been, I've been, you know, 
I've been out there a little bit today, and I already you know been out there. I thought you was on drugs <laughs> earlier. And call that out on record, but I mean, I'm I'm a little hungry, you know what I'm saying? So my oh okay, that makes sense. I haven't eaten dinner yet, so you know what I'm saying? So my takes might be a little bit out there. You yeah, you're saying? a little hangry. But, but I'm I'm gonna stick by my word. I'm gonna stick by my stance. I'm gonna stand on it. You know what I'm saying? So you got to. Uh, this year, I think it's the year the quarterback. I really do. I know everybody mm. ranting and raving about. You know, Justin Jefferson, number one pick. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, number one pick. Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, number one pick. Travis Kelsey, number one pick. No, I think <laughs> this year is the year of the quarterback. Let me explain real quick. Okay. The way I kind of choose these things is basically at what position do you have the biggest drop off if you don't get one of those elite top five players, right? Correct, correct. Running back it's pretty stacked this year. It really is. I mean, there's only two running backs in the whole league who don't really share the backfield. And outside of that, I mean, I feel like the rest of the running backs are pretty much the same out of, out of outside of those two. Right. So we're kind of, we're one of even playing field with the running backs, wide receivers, wide ass open. Wide yeah. open. I mean, literally yeah. I can name 30 receivers who could all push to be the number one receiver this year in the league. It, it's, it's that wide open. Uh, quarterback, quarterback is different. If you have a 12-team league, someone, at least two people in that league are going to end up without an elite quarterback. And if you don't have an elite quarterback, it's going to cost you. I'm talking five to seven points per game. It's going to cost you, right? It is. You're right. The the past few years, we've seen where the mid-tier quarterbacks, they'll still keep you alive. You can still make the playoffs with a Kirk Cousins. You know what I'm saying? With the last year, like an Aaron Rodgers, who didn't have a great year. With the Tom Correct. Brady, who is the GOAT, but not necessarily in fantasy, right? You could do it with those quarterbacks. This year is different, man. If you do not have somebody with the last name Mahomes, last name Hurts, last name Herbert, last name Lawrence, uh, you're in trouble. You, you're really yeah. in trouble. Last name Allen, you know what I'm saying? Outside of the top eight quarterbacks, there's a big drop-off. Um, and that that's really going to hurt this year. So I would highly advise people. I'm not saying take a QB with the number one pick, but definitely take one early this year. Quarterbacks, because to me, quarterbacks going to make the difference this year. So I'm going to stand on that. No, I totally agree, man. Um, like, with the, all the history and the league winners, especially in our league, the the person who's, who had the – one of the top five quarterbacks won the league. Like they yep. won, they they were either or in the championship game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they won the league, so it it's very important to have an elite quarterback. You can't win in your league with a Kirk Cousins or a, a Sam Howell or um, you know these non-mobile quarterbacks. Like the mobile quarterbacks are is where it's at. If you don't have one, it's going to be very, very tough. Um, or just not even mobile, but just very high production, high usage um, quarterbacks. And and I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. It's it's that year. It's it's going to that times where it's either now or, or never, and you got to be able to gauge that properly. Um, for me, I'm kind of gonna second that. Um, I think it's the year of the tight ends. And I say that because 
it's not just Travis Kelsey, which it is, has been like, oh, Travis Kelsey and my Andrews, like, you're pretty much done for in um, tight ends. But it's like a solid tight end, man, has really been the issue on whether making or breaking your team. Because I've seen people that had really good teams and get two points from their tight end. And it's like, man, that's that was those two points from that one person that's made you lose by seven points. And everybody on your team had 20 points or 15 or more. So it's like, yeah, you didn't really get what you needed out of your tight end. And there's like six tight ends now that are really vital and just as good. Not as good as Kelsey, but they're they're good to get you at least 15, at least 15 to 10 points. And um, um, Cole Komet is a good one that does high usage. Um, uh, Luke Musgrave um, from the Green Bay Packers starting rookie um, tight end that is going to get a lot of usage, a lot of touches, and it's going to be looking really good. Uh, the the TJ Hawkinson's, like, he's another one that's going to be high usage. Obviously, Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey, but, like, it's that position has been starting to be very important, just as much as the QB. Like, yeah, the, the there's a bunch of running backs, there's a bunch of receivers that you can get on your team to have a decent squad, but we're talking about winning your league. We're not talking about just making the playoffs. And that position, tight end, if you do not have a good tight end, you will not win your league. You will not win. And you have to look for those type of mobile tight ends with that that type of usage and um, target rate in their teams. And we're not talking about back at, backup tight ends. We need to talk about starting starting tight ends that are on the field at least ninety percent that are gonna play, and another one is the 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 tight end from Tennessee, like with Traylon Burks, made yep. yeah correct. Like he had a really good year last year, um, mm-hmm. but now with Traylon Burks, uh, who knows with him? He kind of just got injured today, so. Yep. We'll, we'll we'll see what happens with him, but D Hop, that's it. That's all they got. He's legit the third option or number two mm-hmm. option if Traylon Burks is not in. They have they don't have Robert Woods no more. So like all these things. There's Dalton Schultz. He went to uh, Houston Texans. He's the only tight end there. Like you got to look at those perspectives of of where that position leads you because you have to drive a good tight end too. Um, um, and taking that in perspective, so those are those are our takes, man. You definitely gotta pay attention, do some research, do what you gotta do, um, to make sure you guys are successful in this league or in the leagues that you guys join. So that's for sure. It's been really good, man. It's been really good. I can't wait for our season. Oh man, our draft to start what in two weeks. Yep, coming soon, coming real soon. Coming soon. We should just have a oh man, I don't know. We should do a live for that for us. We should I'm I might be down for that. We we can look into that. I might be down for that. <laughs> yeah, we should be able to do a live for that because that's gonna be crazy. 
that's gonna be really crazy when we uh, when yeah. we all get to a point uh, on that draft night. So, um, hey y'all, it's been really good. This has been a good episode, Corey. Once again, appreciate yeah. you, bro. Already, and always. Everybody listening, I appreciate y'all. We appreciate everything, all the support. Continue to support. Big things coming on the way. Follow us on IG from the nosebleeds at IG. All right? Big teams. We out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, girl, you would not believe what my boyfriend bought me. Tickets to the game, we going to the game, we sitting courtside, we sitting courtside, right behind the bar, wait, the nosebleeds, uh-uh.